0: Welcome to Duel of Chains, the podcast where we argue about shit you don't care about. I'm your host, Rhett. I'm Kane. Okay. He's the other host. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Kane here. It it it's a show. Uh, I just eat the pizza. <laughs> I'm just here to hold down this other side of the couch. <laughs> uh, King. so um, I don't know if uh, we talked about this before or not, but uh, so me and Bailey went and saw... Um, we're, we're trying to make our way down the list of Oscar noms. Yeah. We went and saw American Sniper. Mm, how was it? Uh, actually, really good. Uh, Like, freaking good movie. I can see why it's up for... I mean, Clint Eastwood. When was the last time he let you down?
1: Um, Flags of Our Fathers sucked. Really? Yeah. i ah, never seen it. Say, uh, Letters from Iwo Jima was good, but Flags of Our Fathers sucked. That's
0: unfortunate. No, but
1: he really does make good movies. Like, um... Mystic River, Unforgiven. How's it? Clint Eastwood movie with Mystic River? Yeah. Yeah, she directed it. Um, Grant like Torino's Dallas. freaking amazing. Grant sure. Torino, yeah. yeah. Million Dollar Baby. Mm hmm. <clears throat> oh, that's a damn good movie. I've never seen it. <laughs> you haven't? No. Holy shit. That, so you saw Mystic River, and you know how like, heart wrenching that movie is. Million Dollar Baby is very similar. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, I mean, basically, oh. It's not a happy ending at all. And then there's Dirty Harry. I've only seen, I think, one or two of those. I liked it, but... You should watch them all. <laughs> yeah. I probably
0: should. There's like five or six. Yeah, there's five, I think. There's Dirty Harry. Then there's Magnum Force, Deadpool... um Something Impact. Like, Sudden Impact. Yeah. There's one more.
1: I was going to say Deep Impact, but that's the... Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Deep Penetration. Oh, no. That's no. the porn. <laughs> uh But, yeah, man. American Cyber... You know... um,
1: I started I've, heard really, I've heard there's a
0: lot of controversies with that movie. There is. Uh, Which I don't understand. Yeah, well, and I mean, Bradley Cooper does such a good job. Like, yeah. I started really liking him for this, like, movie. I swear to God, it had to have been, like, straight to video, though, called Limitless. No, I haven't seen that one. Before. Oh, my God, that movie's so good, and not anyone's seen it, because I'm pretty sure it's, like, straight to video. I watch it on Netflix, and it's just... I'd never I saw commercials for it, but I'd never saw like a theater release date.
1: Yeah.
0: It's a good movie. It's about he find he's like a kind of like a failure. Mm-hmm. Really bright guy who uh he gets his hands on this like drug that basically like unlocks your mind and it just makes you able to like function at your full like brain capacity, I guess.
1: Oh like that one movie that Scarlett Johansson?
0: Um Oh, Lucy? Yeah. No, I don't know. No, because it's not, it doesn't ever get to that point where she's, like, seeing, like, the radio signals, like, beaming down. Like, it's yeah. just, like, it's just, like, he's able to, like, recall, like, everything he's ever known. Yeah. Pretty much. Like,
1: like, all of a sudden he has an iodetic memory.
0: Yeah, and he's, like, and it, and it kind of turns him into, like, it makes him good at, like, escaping situations, because, yeah, she's so cute. Our cat's chasing her tail. Um. Yeah. and I
1: uh, remember that thing it's like I just watched you know I was watching my cat for like 10 minutes chase her own tail and thought man cats are so easily entertained and then I realized I just watched my cat chase her tail <laughs> 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 that's funny um, I watched my dog like methodically like walk up and down our back porch and eat chicken shit gross, oh, dogs do gross. no it was awesome I needed to get that shit cleaned up and he just did it for <laughs> me <laughs> It was like good dog <laughs> <laughs> she just hit her head. But, Whoa. yeah, in Limitless,
0: though, yeah, it's it's just, like, he's able, and it makes him, like, he's not, like, a great fighter or anything like that, but he's just, like, able to, like, use his surroundings really well. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, he becomes good at math. He, like, writes a book overnight. Uh, but what it is is, like, he has his hands on this drug, and then it's, like, these other guys are trying to get their hands on the drug. Yeah. And he's trying to keep it from them. But then the drug makes you like dependent on it. If you don't have it, like you will oh. die. Um. And that movie is one of my favorites. It's good. Yeah. And uh I mean not not Oscar movie, but you know yeah. I like Sahara. It's as good as Sahara.
1: Sahara's <laughs> <laughs> so one of those movies that's just awesomely bad. I don't think it's that bad, honestly. It's just one of those movies that, like, whenever you're, like, scrolling through channels and signs, kinda accidentally Yeah, I mean, I just like- don't Like and Pena- the Furious. I just- yeah. Shut the fuck up! Man. I, mean, I just, just can't Penelope Cruz, that's why I just- I, don't, I just don't like- her. Every time she's on screen and anything, it just annoys the shit out of me. She's so weird looking. But you like Winona Ryder. I
0: never said I like Winona Ryder. <laughs> one time I saw you watching Bram Stoker's Dracula. That's a good
1: fucking movie! And she's in it! So? You I like, love Winona Ryder! I like Sahara, just like Penelope Cruz pisses me off. Um, I didn't say dislike Winona Ryder. She's kind of... I love... Uh, what's his name? Um, Steve Zahn. Sh- Steve Zahn. Oh, God, he's awesome. He's best part of that. Yeah, yeah, he makes that movie. Anyway, but back to Bradley Cooper and the Sniper. American Sniper, excuse me.
0: Yeah, so his portrayal... I mean, his acting was just so solid in it. Yeah. And uh, even, I guess... I read a couple things about. So it's obviously, if you guys don't know, it's based off of um, a real life person. Um, and I read a few articles that said like the real life person's wife was like getting choked up because when she watched his performance, she's like, "That's just like he had he had like the mannerisms right." He oh, had, that's that, cool. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, that but yeah, like you were saying earlier, like you were saying, it's kind of controversial, like. My, one of my least favorite filmmakers. Me, you're, we're probably going to start a duel here, but I hate Michael Moore.
1: Well, before, before you, um why do you hate him? Let's, uh, let's go off that because. I think he's arrogant. I think he's presumptuous. I think that he,
0: uh, I think sometimes he, not, I don't want to say he misrepresents facts, but I think he leans heavily on facts that, like, support him, and then he'll just, like, kind of, Slough off facts that don't. I mean, just like any other filmmaker.
1: Well, because I, I, I love some of the. His films. I just think he's a pompous asshole. No, well, I think he is. I think he is pretty arrogant, pretty um, overly opinionated, like um, arrogantly op- opinionated. Yeah. Like his opinions only matter. Your opinion doesn't matter. I do agree with that. However, I do think he has made some brilliant fucking movies, nonetheless. I like some of his movies.
0: Like, I mean, I like
1: Bowling for Columbine. Yeah. That's about it. And, well, Fahrenheit 9 is pretty damn good. Nine I'll someone, say this, though. I'll say someone this. Someone the other day was like, yeah, Michael Moore shit on
0: American Sniper. You know, the guy who wrote Fahrenheit 451?
1: I was like, no. Tom, <laughs> <laughs> Whoever said that's an idiot. Yeah. Who said that? That's someone I work with. Oh. <laughs> moron. Oh, yeah. uh, no. No, when Fahrenheit Fahrenheit 911 came out, you know people were saying, "Well, it's you know you're obviously you know being pretty you're obviously playing pretty loosey goosey with the facts." Yeah, and he he put out a challenge. I can't remember the, the amount of money he offered. Let's say it's ten thousand. It might have been yeah, fifty thousand. But I remember. Yeah, he offered money. He offered money to anybody who could prove anything he presented as fact wrong. So like, if you could prove like if it's something he presented as an actual fact, yeah, and not his opinion. He can prove him wrong, prove it false, he'll pay the money, no, you know, and no one ever could.
0: But that's, like, the I think that's, like, the fallacy that, like, the burden of proof... Well, like, he... Okay, like, for instance, like... <clears throat> that's, like, saying, like, I will pay you a million dollars if you can prove God exists.
1: No, it... it I, I'm saying, like, he presented, like, like, uh, George... Like, they talk about, uh, Bandar or it's a guy's name, nickname is Bandar Bush, but he's part of the Bin Laden family. Which the Bushes have huge ties to, yeah. And he basically said, you know, it was, you know, can if you can prove like that was one he presented as facts. This guy, you know, remember the Bin Laden family. The Bushes are in deep with the Bin Laden family. Hello Osama Bin Laden. You know, there's a lot of very odd ties there.
0: Yeah.
1: And he basically presented facts that the the Bushes are in deep with Saudi oil. Kip, you know. Which makes that make which makes them suspect, you know. in any any time there's a, any kind of war in the Middle East, because the Saudis, let's face it, every
0: time there's a Bush in office, you mean?
1: Yeah, every time there's a Bush in office, there's a war in you know in the Middle East over oil. You Maybe know, when see... we
0: get G Dub's
1: uh, brother. In oh, office. Yeah. yeah. he's the one that terrifies me because he's actually smart. <laughs> now he's the one that scares me. I have some respect for H.W. Bush because you know he's a World War Two pilot and whatnot, and yeah, kind a of. Birthed. 1,000 points of light. I didn't say. I had a little bit of respect for him. Connor Gentler, machine gun hand. (laughs) Rocking (laughs) in the free world. Anyways. So. So, um, I'm kind of an asshole, but. Yeah, I just don't like him.
0: I I just don't like him as a person. And I think that. I'm cool with that. Look, he makes good movies, just like any other film. Like, I can't, you know, I watched, for instance, I watched the movie Zeitgeist. Yeah. And I watch it, and I'm like, oh, my God, this movie is revolutionary. It, it's life-changing. Yeah. And, but then you realize after you watch it a couple times, it's like, oh, they don't cite any sources. Yeah. They just give you all these facts, and that's the reason you like it is because it's, like, so radical, and it's very, yeah. like, unflinching from what it claims is the truth.
1: Yeah. Uh, you got some pizza in your beard. I'm saving it for later. Yeah. I am um, no, not it now. Where is that? To the right. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh... But it's like so unflinching from the truth that you feel like you believe it because it's like, oh, it's like wow. Yeah. How could that not be true? Yeah. And it's the same thing with Michael Moore. I feel like he just berades you he like barrages you with these facts that could could not be true. I just don't feel like he has very much like responsibility as a filmmaker
1: either. Uh well how many of his films have you seen? Like what's the one about like gun violence? Bowling for Columbine. Oh, is that
0: all just bowling for I'm sorry. Yeah, Bowling for Columbine. I think I've seen part of Fahrenheit 9/11. And what's the other one? There's uh, Sicko. There's. Is it Sicko that I've seen? I haven't seen.
1: It. Um, God, there's one that Bailey's. There's Roger about. and Me. There's. He actually did a one actual feature film uh-huh. that wasn't a documentary called uh, Canadian Bacon with John Candy. It's actually pretty funny. Oh, it's pretty about funny. it's about a war between the United States and Canada. It <laughs> is pretty. Funny. It is actually pretty good.
0: Um. God, maybe I'm just thinking of Bowling for Columbine, which I've seen like six, Well, watch more times. of his films, but I, I, I still... I don't know. and It doesn't matter. It doesn't Either matter. way, so uh, so he's the one, though, who came out, and he, his first tweet that he made was, my father was killed by a sniper in World War II. We were taught that they were cowards um, and, you know, weak and this sort of thing, and people are like, what the fuck? Like, you know, so that's fine. He can say that. But then he totally, like... Went back on everything he said. He he ended up applauding uh, Bradley Cooper's performance. Yeah. Said the movie was good. Yeah. But a lot of people just shit on it because they're like, this movie promotes war. Which, like, yeah. On one hand, it did, but that's because it's a, it's a story about a man, and the man who is at the center of the story. I feel he, like
1: he was just he liked. I feel it. like people are making everything like, so in, political and like. That movie just can't be about a guy who goes through a really shitty time during a war. Yeah. But it has to be made for, like, it's an anti-war. Like, millions, let's go, Dark, Clint Eastwood, Million Dollar Baby. Oh, you know, they they just had to make that movie about euthanasia. You know, in reality, just let them grow up to be adults. <laughs> 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 no, but, uh, it, just, that, it became so, like, controversially political, you know, all Clint Eastwood's promoted euthanasia. Mm-hmm. It's part of a fucking story. We can't just tell stories without, like... That's the thing that gets me, is, like, into politics. because I go,
0: to a movie, I go to a movie, especially in a theater, and it's because, like, I want to be absorbed. Yeah. And and I go in there, and it's like, I have a lot of personal bias, obviously, but, like, I'm to- I'm one of these people who is completely able to just, like, let go of any personal bias while reading a book, yeah. or watching a movie, and I just I just let the experience, like, wash over me, basically. Yeah. And I watched that movie, and, like, part of it, I'm watching it, and I'm like, holy shit, like, war is cool. Yeah. Because this is a, it's a story, it's a a story about a man who obviously liked being in war. He didn't know how to be at home. Yeah. He spent, he he did four tours over there, and he would have went back if he could have. Yeah. Like, you know. And so part of it, you're watching it, and it's like, oh, man, like, this is cool. But then there's other parts that are completely tragic. Yeah. And really? the movie doesn't not tip its hat to the tragedy of war. Yeah. Ev- I mean, it does. Yeah. There's a part where a guy fucking kills a kid with a power drill. Jesus Christ. Oh, it was horrible to watch. But Bradley Cooper's trying to stop it. Or, you know, Chris Kyle's trying to stop it.
1: Yeah.
0: In the movie. But no matter how hard he tries, he just couldn't do it. Yeah. So that's obviously horrible, and he—the guy knew it. Yeah. The guy knew it in real life, you know. And then there's a scene, you know. I don't want to give too much of it away, but obviously in the trailer, you all, you everyone saw the scene where he's fucking, basically like has to shoot a kid. Yeah. Like that sucks, but yeah. it shows his personal growth as a human being when he's presented with that situation again, and he's definitely
1: completely. Not okay with it, yeah, but I just, i I just don't know why everything has to be made into like a and you political. think about
0: it I don't know, and that's the thing you think about it too and it's like this guy whether he wanted to or not he w- he got sent over there yeah and this was his job yeah uh, he didn't have a choice when you're in the military you don't have much choices to your knowledge is this movie pretty historically accurate to um like, what happened? I, th- as far as I know, I think they took, I think they took a few, like, storytelling liberties. Yeah. Like, they added some continuity to it. Yeah. Um, I've heard that you can read his, his book. Yeah. And you can watch the movie, and there's a lot of different things in it. Mm. The, the movie is more of like a drama. It's, it's a cinematic experience, and it has a story. Yeah. Whereas the book is not really a story. It's just kind of like a memoir almost. Yeah. Um, and as far as I know, like other than maybe switching a few things around for like continuity and like making good storytelling. Yeah. Like there, a lot of it is accurate. There might be a few things yeah. like intera- so, character so interactions. Like, I don't know why people like, can't just
1: leave it alone and let it be a movie about a dude who went to war and saw some shit. That's my thing. You know. And, and you know. I, I don't know why fucking everybody always is like Rich Limbaugh last year. shit on fucking Freebirds? Yeah. Oh, the liberals are trying to get away with fucking... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I remember when... You saw Get me some, uh, some hydrocodone.
0: Get me some hydrocodone in my ass. Uh, i ass. still <laughs> yes. it's like You're
1: a slut. like <laughs> slut. Oh, uh, whoops. I was like, why the fuck? Yeah, and then like, really? It's a movie? It's a cartoon about turkeys trying to change... Because if
0: there was a holiday where we were fucking killed and put on people's dinner plates, don't you think we were to
1: change it? It's a kid's movie. Why does it have to be like the Why little, didn't you
0: fucking shit on Stuart Little too, you
1: piece of shit? I hate that fat fuck. I, I wish see, it, that's the thing. Like I, every, wish, I wish to God he would just choke on another fucking pretzel. You know, just like, one more pretzel. Pretzel has too many holes. Oh, it almost killed George W. Bush. If it almost killed that idiot, it sure as hell kill that fat ass. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I just like it's one person. Like I will not shed a tear. I mean, I'm not praying for him to die, but definitely like if, Rush, if and when Rush Limbaugh finally overdoses on oxycodone. And well, that's rosy, because it's technically so it's not laugh. praying
0: when you're at the altar of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> no, not funny. Oh, Satan. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. that's my thing. That's really annoying to me because I mean I, Bailey saw it with me, and I think she liked it too. Right? Did Bailey?
1: Yes.
0: But that's the thing is like you can watch it and as a human being it's like you can – you understand that – I mean that's the thing. If you're feeling that it's sad, you're not sitting there and saying like walking away disgusted like this movie
1: promotes war as oh, like no, a glorious thing. War, but it was – it didn't – I don't really think it took a stand either way. I think it was simply just about a guy who felt like he had to yeah, do – Yeah, really? Right? Yeah, he felt like he had to do what he had to do because of
0: his job. And I think honestly, the movie. I think the line that sums up what the movie is sort of like, maybe not about, but sums up the key issue that people are
1: cheating exactly on. Say, what? Just say it, because <laughs> I think
0: I do. Well, it's when he's back home after all the stuff, and he's talking to the doctor, like the therapist or whatever, yeah. and he just kind of keeps giving the the, uh, the therapist the rapist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like kind of the runaround and he's like, how long have you been back now? Blah, blah, blah. You know, like how, I mean, how long did you spend over there? And he's like, four tours, blah, blah. blah." And he's like, that's about a thousand days, isn't it? He's like, yeah. And he goes, you know, and Bradley Cooper ends up saying like, look over there. I just felt like I had a purpose. Like, I feel I'm back here and all I can think about is like how much they need my help over there. Yeah. You know, and that's actually one thing that the real Chris Kyle said in real life was that because He's they they've attributed 160 kills to him, right? Yeah, hundred yeah, 160 kills. But they say it could be even as much as double that. Yeah, which makes him the the most deadly sniper in, American in history in American history, or at least yeah, yeah. So, um, but what he said in real life was that he wishes he that they could have tagged the number of people he
1: saved I, I, to him. Did you hear that on NPR? No, I, I, read I heard it. that they're they're talking about it on NPR. I I huh. didn't catch all the interview. No, they weren't interviewing him, obviously. They're interviewing someone about him, and they well, mentioned was that on, quote. He was on the History Channel and stuff. Oh, I know and, he was. But I mean, this was like a this was like yeah, and least yeah. very recent interview with somebody who knew him. Yeah, and no, so, I think that was in his book. And yeah. they're talking. and This person was also a sniper. They knew that's how they knew each other both. And like the interview asked, I can't remember this guy's name. was just another snipe Another sniper. Yeah. And they asked him, like, I mean, do you dwell on, like, all the bad things you had to do? And, you know, I'm I'm sure, you know, it was your duty. But, I mean, do you dwell on that? I mean, like, you know, because you've killed people. I mean, have you killed innocent people? He says, I have accidentally killed innocent people. I have accidentally shot people I wasn't supposed to. But I have killed many more bad guys who were trying to hurt my guys. Yeah. And... As much, I don't like war. I don't think we should have ever gone into fucking Iraq. I'll I'll say, oh, to the day I die, we should have never gone in there. But, we did go in there. And and it's hard to, and like, it's not like these. It's not like everyone wanted to be there. uh, He says, I don't feel bad because I was trying to protect my dudes.
0: Yeah.
1: I was trying to protect my guys. Yeah. That's my job was to protect my guys. It's like, how do you fucking like, I'm not, I'm not glorifying war and saying that like, okay, that guy's got it figured out. No, but. If you're, if you're going to have to go through what that guy went through, that's a good fucking attitude to have. Like, I agree. I agree. And it's,
0: you know, it's not like everyone that was over there wanted to be there.
1: Yeah. You know?
0: So, and I still... This is one of those types of movies, though, I walk away from, and it's just like, man, war... Like, it just it just reaffirms the way I feel about war, which is it's kind of a shitty thing. Yeah. Like, I remember being a kid. But, fuck, I forgot I was still talk, talking about... I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, I interrupted you.
0: No, it's fine. So, he basically... Says, and, and Chris Kyle says like, man, over there, I just, I, you know, it's like, I, I, I'm here and I feel like there are soldiers over there who need me. Yeah. And the doctor says, uh, you can take a walk down any hall in this hospital and you can find soldiers who need you. Yeah. Or who need help. And that is like sort of the pivotal point and when he starts to sort of like recover. Yeah. And return back to kind of himself is um, after he's done fighting because he realizes that he can help people. And he starts like some sort of like foundation that helps uh, vets returning home with yeah. PTSD and all that sort of stuff. And that was happened in real life. He did that for like three or four years before he was That's killed. Cool. But, uh, but, and to me, that's the point of the movie, like right there, is that like he's just a guy who needed a fucking something to do. Like he needed <laughs> a purpose. He needed, yeah. And his per, he thought he was good at helping. He was good at protecting people. Yeah. And uh, you know, he showed that even in real life. I think he he uh, in the movie they sort of gloss over it really quickly. But there's a scene where he like puts down his gun, his sniper, and he's like, "I'm going down on the in the streets with the Marines, and I'm going to." teach him a few things on how to stay alive longer. Yeah. Because they're going door to door to root out insurgents, which yeah. was, like, the most dangerous job at the time. Yeah. And I guess in real life, like, he actually, like, in Fallujah, like, trained Marines on.
1: Well, what, he was a Navy uh, Blue Seal, right? He was a Navy Seal, yeah. Navy Seal? Blue Seal. <laughs> this is Fucking idiot. Navy Blue Seal. No, Blue Seal. Versus or, just or, a regular or. Blue Seal. <laughs> like, what what a Blue Seal or... Blue. I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> you ever, you ever sure. me and Sean's impression of a melancholy goose? No. Huh. <laughs> huh. Oh. <laughs> huh. <laughs> but, yes. Oh. But. You ever my impression of a gay snake? <laughs> That's Zach Galifianakis. I can't take yeah, that one. Dude, I, I. Yeah. You want to hear my impression no. of a horned goat?
0: That was bad.
1: Yeah. want to hear my impression of a gay? Duck? No. (laughs) (laughs) Quack. Sorry. (laughs) The last two minutes have been completely useless. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's fine. But yeah, he actually went down and and taught Marines how to uh, clear houses and all
1: that sort of stuff. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Being a Navy SEAL means you're a fucking badass, right? Uh, because
0: Because you are not.
1: Wrong, because uh, so being a marine means you're, you're you're a badass. Marines, that's tougher. That's pretty tough. Marines are tough, yeah. You're, I mean, you're. But a grunt. being a Navy SEAL means you're you're a badass among badasses. Yeah, Navy SEALs is like special forces. So yeah, Navy SEALs is like. Was he Team the best Six Navy, Navy SEALs or was he SEAL Team
0: Six? No, I think technically he was SEAL Team Four. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: SEAL 4. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like not the same as SEAL Team 6. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, as a Navy SEAL, I mean, you're trained on how to do a lot of things. Because you're uh, sea, air, and land. Yeah. You, you know, you're trained to jump out of planes, you're trained to scuba dive, you're trained... You know, fu- you watch a movie about commandos, and those are fucking probably Navy SEALs yeah. or Green Berets or something, which are all badasses. Marines... Yeah, they're badasses, but Marines are just soldiers. They're just, you know, they're grunts. Uh,
1: they're but they're badass grunts. I think Marines are pretty tough. Yeah, yeah. We because Marines, I want to be clear. We're not talking down about any. No. Last, last thing I need is Marine angry Marine coming to my house and <laughs> kicking my kicking the shit yeah. out of me in front of my wife. No, and the no, case. no. A
0: lot of times, like which they could do <laughs> a lot of. You know, there's always going to be like the rivalry between like the different branches of the military. Yeah. A lot of times, Marines are looked down on in society as like cannon fodder, basically. Because marines do do most of the fighting. You think like army. Yeah, you would think that, but you know, marines are. I don't that makes sense. Yeah, marines are just the ones who do a lot of fighting. They're always the. Best well, usually, they're in, yeah, they're usually in first. Right? Yeah, first to first to first to arrive, last to leave. I think it's, like one of their sayings. Tough bastards. Yeah, I mean they are. They're called devil dogs. I mean they're.
1: I mean they're just tough guys. That sounds, I think. That, I think sounds like, that sounds like a pastry. Yeah. Double dogs. I I gotta get some double dogs. Uh, Something I want to get some Swiss Miss or... uh, I have nutty bars. uh, See, if Lisa was here, she'd probably take a nutty bar, but I can't do nutty bars. What's that supposed to mean? We had those all the time growing up. I know, that's why I just can't do them anymore. I ate so many of those damn things growing up.
0: Um, I think that's why though, that Marines are looked down on is because they do a lot of the fighting. And it's like, oh, that's the easy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's nothing. <laughs> Which, uh, in all fairness, I mean, a lot of the Marines that they sent over to do, like, in, like to dig up insurgents yeah. didn't even know how to clear buildings. And that's what Chris Kyle taught them in real life. Like, he made a, I think he, like, founded a school in Fallujah for Marines to teach them— how to go door to door, how to clear buildings, how to. You think that's
1: something they would train them to the do beforehand, but I guess we were. You think about it, and it's like. You're prepared to fight a different kind of war. Yeah, I guess. exactly. Exactly. That's exactly I mean, what it is. I, but the Marines now going in, I mean, I, I'm, not that we're, I guess we're not really. We, I guess we kind of are. But, like, Marines now would know how to do that. Like, fresh Marines would be trained to. Maybe. Right? I'd You'd say. you think. That, I would say, Yeah. Like, that's the kind of war we're fighting right now. Is But, I
0: mean, Chris Kyle was in the Navy and he hated water, so.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's not too uncommon, though. My friend Dennis Kuzma was in the Navy. He only Fair saw enough. water once. It was a pool. <laughs> Never got on a boat. Yeah. But, regardless,
0: I think that there's a... I, I just think the backlash over this movie is just Bullshit. And it's because I and it's I, honestly it's because people are upset that there it's a movie promoting a guy as a as an American hero who killed 160 people, including a child. The child was literally his first confirmed kill
1: in Iraq. I just to me that just sounds more like a interesting character study. Yeah. But like, hey, this is a dude. This is a dude who went through some shit, and this is how he we went. I is think that's because it. you and me watch movies the same way. I don't. Understand. I just don't know why. I mean, so like so many people bring their own political de- agenda, their personal. Agenda. I mean, there's definitely movies that are political. You know, I'm not talking about like Michael Moore yeah, stuff. Yeah, Bush is. Platoon political. is definitely an anti-war movie. Yeah. For instance, is but it- have you ever seen a pro-war movie? Pro-war, no, but definitely very like. Well, no, depend. the depend- Definition of pro-war, like Saving Private Ryan, definitely shows the horrors of war. I did not bat an eye on that. But also, like, says, you know, it glorifies the men. Like, hey, these dudes Dude, win through That's because this was
0: the they saved, greatest generation. Yeah, they, they
1: saved the world, you know.
0: I don't care how much... You can glorify the World War II soldiers all you want, because those guys are a fucking breed apart. I
1: agree. I'm saying, but, like... Okay, okay, um... Movies are made during World War II, like, for, like... Like, a lot of John Wayne like, *Sandy*, Iwo Jima, Longest Day... Those I definitely glorify war in the sense, like you know, for the yeah, cause. propaganda. Propaganda, essentially. But like now, like modern movies, you no. Know, but I'd say like Saving Private Ryan might be the closest, and it doesn't really glorify war. In fact, it definitely shows you the horrors of war, but also shows you like, hey, these guys did a decent thing in a god awful mess, you know.
0: You know, I used to when I was a kid. I used to like I used to freaking love the idea of war. I was like, oh, it's yeah. so cool, and because you know, I would play games and I would watch movies, and it's just like. It was, like, the ultimate place to, like, you know, test your metal against
1: other people yeah. and,
0: and all that sort of stuff. And
1: Well, like, I, I grew up, too, like, playing, like, Army Man yeah. and, like, constantly, like, oh, man, you know, I want to be a soldier when I grow up. Well, I was
0: going to say, like, there was two movies that totally, like, shattered my yeah. illusions about what it meant to be in war. And the first one was Jarhead's. Yeah, with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes, I've and it's seen. It's about it. Marine recon snipers in the first Persian Gulf War. Yeah, and just how like fucked up everything was mm-hmm. for them, and like there's a scene literally where he's finally gonna line up a kill, and he's sniping, and uh, you know, when he's when they are gonna shoot someone, they say fire three times, yeah. and you pull the trigger after the third fire. And so it's like fire, fire fire and then right before he could pull the trigger like some lead, like guy that's ranked higher than him comes barging through and because in the first Persian Gulf War the like the thing that was the big thing was like calling in airstrikes yeah the war was won with airstrikes so and it's like woohoo we're gonna blow these guys right out of the sky and it's like no like let's just pull the trigger right as the bombs coming down like no one has to know no one has to know that that like that we shot it and he's like no can do but just like that right there I was like holy shit like, the war is fucked up well, yeah, it is. And, like, what was the other movie that you saw? Uh, Brothers, with also Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah. Toby Tobey Maguire. Never saw that. Yeah, I know. And Natalie about. Portman's in it. And it's because, so Toby Maguire gets, his helicopter gets, he's a captain in the army. Yeah. His helicopter gets shot down in Afghanistan. He's held prisoner for months on end. He's presumed dead by everyone. Yeah. His wife thinks he's dead. His brother, Jake yeah, Gyllenhaal, yeah, they had a funeral for him. Jake Gyllenhaal moves into their house to, like, help with the kids. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. The and he they never to... do anything. Yeah. They, like, kiss one time. And then, like, the guys that are holding a prisoner basically tell Toby McGuire like, we're going to kill you. And he's like, no. And then they're like, unless you, like, kill this other guy. And he's like, I'm not doing that. And he's like, kill this other guy. We're going to shoot you both. And they throw like, a lead pipe down at his feet. And they're like, we're going to kill you. You're never going to – and he's thinking about his wife. So he picks up the lead pipe and he just beats the guy to death. That's another American guy? Yeah, it's another American soldier. It's like someone who was under his command in the helicopter. And... fucked up. He beats the guy to death. Is this based on a true story? No, I don't think so. But he beats the guy to death. And then a day later, he's rescued by American soldiers. And then he goes home and he's just... Fucked in the head because yeah, who wouldn't? And, he's, be? and he te- and the last thing he says to his wife, like one of the last things he says to his wife, he's like, "You know what I did to get back to you, and you're fucking my brother and all this stuff." And then they make all this headway, and she thinks they're doing fine. Oh,
1: that and the last scene, did she end up fucking his brother? No. no.
0: Okay. They just kiss like maybe one time.
1: Okay.
0: And, they're, and then they were like, "This is way too weird." Yeah. Um, but then the last scene. So he's getting help, and he's seeing a psychiatrist, and all this stuff. Yeah. And he has like really bad PTSD. Like he has a standoff with the cops, like with a gun. But, but then, but then he's seeing a psychiatrist. He's getting help. Supposedly he thinks things are getting better. And she comes and she puts his, she puts his, uh, her hand on his back. And it's like, it's like, yeah, you know, I just, I I just know what's going on. And she's like, thinks he's talking about something else. And he's like, you're fucking him. You, you could just tell me you're, you're fucking him. And then she's like, and then the movie basically ends. Just Really depressing. That's a weird way to end it.
1: Yeah, it's really sad though. The movie that really did it for me, as far as war, was Casualties of War. Never seen it. With uh, Michael J. Fox, of all people. Sean Penn. John C. Riley's in it. And John Leguizamo's in it. What the? That's a weird cast. Oh, it is fucking sad. It is very sad. I'll have to look into look, that. Look at that one. Platoon, obviously. Platoon might be the greatest Vietnam... Yeah. Movie. Uh, Deer Hunter is
0: probably but I like right. Deer Hunter a lot.
1: Deer Hunter. But I, I mean, that's more of an after-Vietnam thing, but it's still, it's so fucking amazing. But Platoon, Apocalypse Now, Saving Private Ryan, are, you know, might be one of the best movies ever made. I'll, yeah, it's good. Might, um, Thin Red Line I always thought was underrated. Eh. Oh, I love it. I'll watch anything with Terrence Malick that he directs. All Quiet on the Western Front. Yeah, that one's very of its time. Though now it's pretty cheesy and campy. Yeah, but I mean, at the time, that was—I mean, that, that was a controversial movie. Like freaking Hitler, like despised that movie and the book. Of course, he did. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. So that's all the controversy from
0: American Sniper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Personally, I like the movie. I think it deserved an Oscar nod of the head at least. I don't know if it deserves to win, but. Well, I mean, Bradley Cooper is really
1: proving himself to be a phenomenal actor. I mean, like, even in... Well, it's like his third year in a row that he's been nominated, or third year out of four years that he's been nominated for... What else was he nominated for? Silver Playbook, American Hustle, No. Oh, he was in American Hustle? Yeah, he's really good in American Hustle.
0: Fuck! That was... Yeah, I forgot. And then, yeah, Silver Lani's Playbook, I
1: thought he did good in that. One movie that, should, that didn't get nominated for any of the major awards, Interstellar. Yeah. That's fucking... I mean, he got a lot of technical awards. I mean, Bradley Cooper was in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Matthew McConaughey was in it, and he's been hot shit lately.
0: I think he's the man still. I mean,
1: was it Oscar... I think he... I think oh, his performance... I, I is... don't know if it's the Best Picture of the Year, but it certainly should have gotten Best Picture nomination. And uh, uh, the, the director... Uh, oh, my Jesus.
0: Yeah. Christopher Nolan. Christopher
1: Nolan should have gotten the Best Director nomination. Uh, yeah. It's like the third or fourth time he's been chipped, and that's just, it's just getting ridiculous.
0: I think that, yeah, I do think Matt McConaughey's uh, uh, performances in True Detective was better. Than I still Disney need to Star. see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. Also, I th- I might even argue that Mud might have been better. Mud was good. I did see Mud.
1: I liked Mud a lot. Yeah. I think, his, was, I think his performance Ron in mind was Newman, great it was, it was I, don't know, I, haven't, I haven't seen it compared to um the Dallas buyers club but, oh yeah or the, or, uh, or the um true detective but i think
0: his best performance so far has been true detective i guess i haven't seen Dallas buyers club though so oh,
1: that movie well honestly like i mean he's made a lot of like kind of very generic movies, you know, just kind of run in the middle. Oh, yeah, he was a chick flick man for a long oh, time. Oh, for the longest time. I'll he was r- in a movie I'll called right Time to right. Kill. Yeah. Which is a very kind of... I like that movie. I love it. It's a great movie. And, like, his performance in most of it is pretty generic. Yeah. But at the end, he gives, you know, he gives us Oh, uh, sp- when he talks to the jury and he's like, Now imagine she was what? I didn't say it like that. No, but I mean, like, yeah. it's, it's, it's pretty much Sorry, that's my least favorite it's, scene it's in the pretty, movie. Really, It's like best, one. It's one whole take.
0: Like one, pretty much one straight scene of I him acting, and going through it. that. It's like it's what? pretty, what pretty what impressive. About like the motions that scene, did he goes. Motion.
1: Like? I don't like the delivery of the last line. No man, she's white. Well, it's straight from the book too. I think they yeah, um, that last. I speech, can appreciate it. That last speech was. I think they quoted almost verbatim from the book. I can appreciate it. Look, I'm just the delivery didn't do it for me.
0: It it was almost seemed like a joke. But that's because I grew up in a time... I didn't grow up in that time. You I didn't grew, grow up in a time, place... That, that time takes place in the late 80s, early 90s. I mean, I, did, I didn't grow up in a place where it was okay for some hillbillies to go fucking rape a little black girl. I don't... Apparently well, it wasn't mean,
1: okay.
0: <laughs> According to Samuel Jackson, wasn't okay there, too.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Look, I'm just saying, like, to me, like, the idea that he had to get deliver this emotional speech, the whole time I'm imagining a black girl,
1: Yeah.
0: and then at the last line... He says, and he's like, barely manages to spit it out, like, cough it out between sobs. He's like, Now, magic, what? He
1: doesn't say it like that. Why are you making it
0: sound so stupid? Because that's how it is. It's over. To me, it was, I mean, great. He did a really great job acting, and it was probably really organic, and he probably really was getting choked up. (laughs) But to me, it's just like, it's the delivery alone. Think about any line in any movie that you've watched where the delivery ruined it and it turned it into a joke. I see, I, I disagree. I think yeah, that delivery disagree. is good. Yeah. I think he did it perfect. I'm not saying like it's ha 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 like the funniest thing ever. I'm just saying like it. I don't laugh when
1: he says it. I don't think it was supposed to be funny. I don't think so. He's either. talking to like a twelve white twelve white people jury. You know, in a very I'm racist, saying, it's still to this day, it's still a very racist part of the country.
0: I'm thinking it just fell flat.
1: Now imagine she's white, they're sobbing that it's a little black girl, and imagine now she's one of your kind, essentially what he's well, saying. Well, basically, what would you do if it was your daughter? Yeah, that's... I mean, yeah, I know. I mean,
0: I've seen the movie 50 times. Yeah, I know. I, I love just, the yeah, movie. I think
1: you missed some parts. I <laughs> love <laughs> the movie. I just don't get what, what the delivery was wrong. Hold on. Look it up real fast. Where, where are we at in time on this one, Rhett? Beautiful. <sighs> that, that's an ad. <laughs> <laughs> judgment, We're gonna have to skip through this. What one. is that? Just I don't know. It's oh, it's a Jennifer Look. or J Lo as the kids these days are calling her. Look, I just think that, that the
0: delivery falls short. Help me think about a line that's supposed to be
1: serious but falls short. Swing high, Peter. Swing high. Uh, swing kids. Uh, oh man, watch that movie. Pretty...
0: How about when Star Wars, when he steps, when Darth Vader steps out of the thing, and he's like, "You
1: killed Padme," and he's like, Whoa! Whoa! "Like, come on!" That is not the same as what. Come on. that is the same. It is not okay. I'm going to fast forward to roughly a minute beforehand.
0: There's All right. the flesh, only to her bones, and they urinate on her.
1: <laughs> okay, hold on. You guys are ridiculous. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's, I, I just I just fast forwarded a point where they talk about urinating on this horrible black girl. It's just like it's so fucked up that like that's where I, it's. I'm not laughing at that. Like, and here's the thing that
0: I also don't understand. Well, like, why does the, rape, ha- rape is fine, why right? does
1: he have to spell
0: out the crime to these
1: people? Like <laughs> they've been in trial because they Ra- need to understand the you know, up Yes, it was a black person, but it was also a little girl. Yeah. Had to get okay. He's trying to describe what this dad is going through, knowing that his girl went through that. As a dad myself, God forbid my sons ever went through something like that. If they did, that motherfucker, I don't care how many cops, you know, you have between me and him, that fucker's dying. And I don't believe, I don't believe in the, I think the death penalty is stupid. I'm just saying, as a fact, if one of my boys is, ever goes through something like that, that motherfucker's dying. And there's nothing in this world that would keep me. That, that's what he's basically saying is, you would go insane with anger too if your child went through that. Yeah. And the, and then, well, hold That's on. Let's just mind. get through this. I'm just saying, like they've been in trial
0: for like weeks now.
1: Now comes the hanging. You have a rope. You tie a noose. Imagine the noose calling tight around her neck. A sudden blinding jerk. She's pulled into the air, and her feet and legs go kicking if they they don't find the ground. The hanging branch isn't strong enough. It snaps, and she falls back to the earth. They pick her up, throw in the back of the truck, drive out to Foggy Creek Bridge. Picture over the edge. I want you to picture a little girl. Now imagine she's white.
0: They cut out a part. Yeah. They cut out. A okay,
1: part. that wasn't the best. But still, how's that line delivered badly? It wasn't even oversold, like, now Madden She's White.
0: Yeah, it definitely wasn't oversold like I thought it was, but it just falls flat. Like, it's just it's such an anticlimactic, and that's the point, I get it, like but it's so, it's just such an anticlimactic finish to a great
1: monologue. No, I think that's, I think it's great. I think that's, it's very climactic, I think that's the perfect way to is it? Out, like, the Look, concert. I mean, I understand like why it was the way it was.
0: I understand. Yeah. I'm just saying, George Lucas thought no was going to be badass. No! <laughs> like, he thought that was going to be the shit.
1: Yeah, well, he gets a pass because he... He's George Lucas. No, Look,
0: Matthew McConaughey gets a pass too. I'm not saying that he doesn't. I just don't. I just. I, just, I, just, I love Matthew McConaughey. Okay. One of my favorite movies is Sahara. For I God's can't sake,
1: that's your least favorite part of the whole
0: movie. Though. I love Time to Kill. I just don't care. It's <laughs> my favorite time of the day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no! Every, <laughs> every time a time to kill ends, like, No! <laughs> but you can
0: think of a hundred lines in a hundred movies where the delivery, they deliver something completely straight that they thought was gonna, and it just falls flat.
1: Oh, man. Like, it might be the only one I can think of offhand. There's definitely others. Swing Hile from Swing Kids. If yeah. you ever watch the movie, you'll understand what I'm talking about. It's supposed to be this epic, like you know. Take the cannoli, leave the gun. Oh, it's, so no, no, it's supposed to be. <laughs> Don't you ever fucking. Tell me. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> swing Kids is about these kids who have a secret swing like swing dance club oh, Lord. in Germany during. The, I or, thought it was about Nazi a Germany. I thought it was about a baseball no. team. <laughs> no, during about Nazi during Nazi Germany, they have like a secret <laughs> swing music club, and at the end, fucking spoilers. At the end, the club gets broken up, whatever, and I, you know, this, this, the older brother is being arrested by the SS and taken to God knows whichever camp that he's going to be gassed. And the little brother, who wasn't taken away, in a one moment of defiance, you could say almost like, um, Brendan Gleeson in, uh, Braveheart, where he p- takes that, sw- that sword yeah. and throws it at the, you know, and onto the battlefield, yeah, know, at the very end, how that, that's a very defiant, like, epic moment, you know, the music, mm-hmm. oh. You can see that—that's what they were going for. What happened but instead? What they got is this little skinny shit, pimple-faced, ten-year-old, sweet, holding his hand up, going because like the, the whole saying through the whole movie is "swing Heil," not you know, not see Heil." it's was like "swing Heil" yeah. as a joke. Uh, okay, that makes So in defiance so to sense. the Germans and tribute to his brother. You know, the last thing you see is his brother going "swing Heil," Peter. Swing hell! It comes off so fucking ridiculous. Okay. It's supposed to be like the, the, the defining moment of the movie, you know? Like yeah. the defiant, you know? Yeah, Swing high, The defiant dancing Jew. Prevailing. Swing Hile, you fucks! Swing Hile! Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's one of those movies that like, but then you, on the flip side of that though, there's all, there's, there's movies that are so over, or there's quotes that are so oversold that it's fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know which one I'm talking about? What happens is, like, when you get these scenes that happen like that, is because you got a
0: disconnect between, like, the writing, yeah. the directing, and the acting. Yeah. You get a disconnect there when they're not working in sync. Like,
1: uh. Well, I'm talking about, like, it like, really should not have worked. Like, here, I'll show you what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. When you get the positive scenes like that, it's magic. Well, I'm saying, like, no, like, it, it, nothing was wrong with the directing, writing, or acting, but. It was all meant to be this way, but even on paper, it sh- I'll, sh- I'll show you what I mean. Just, just, you'll see exact, no, don't get frustrated with me. I'm not Nester- frustrated You had foot. You had that look on your face. I'm just saying, have you seen Spider Man 3? <laughs> oh, Jesus fucking Christ. That's one of the worst movies i ever made. The swing dancing scene? Yeah, that is that, that whole thing ruined the That's the same as, now imagine she's white. Kind of. <laughs> uh, that's, you, Watch swing, how, Rhett, swing how. how, that's swing that, that, That's an ad. That's not what I'm talking <laughs> about. It's called, this is from a movie called In the Heat of the Night you to take Mrs. Over the you know what over to talking about. Would you run Virgil down the depot? Uh, Virgil here, Chief. He thinks that Harvey's innocent. I'll be damned. Could I talk to you about it in private? Room? No, you can't Is talk
0: to me about it in because I got Kovach's wallet right here in my hand. We took it from Harvey Overs. You don't think he gave it to him, do you? I don't know, but Obers could have come along after <laughs> the crime. found it, picked it up. I don't know. That's what the boy said he did. Sorry, man, but I say different. Well, when I examined the deceased, it was obvious that the fatal blow was struck from an angle of 17 degrees from the right, which makes oh, it almost certain
1: the person Everybody who did seen it this is right hand. So what? Old oh, left hand, Chief. But in town knows that. Yeah, uh, that, that's what we figured out, Chief. Uh, Harvey's a lefty, uh-huh. Well, you're pretty sure of yourself, ain't you, Virgil? Uh, Virgil, that's a funny name for a nigga boy that comes from Philadelphia. What did they call you up there? They call me Mr. Tips. Mr. Tips! That right there. That's so overacted, so oversold, it's but it fucking works. They call me Mr. And that's the flip side to it.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I'm not denying that that happens. Yeah.
1: I think there's a lot of movies that work. And I agree. There's definitely movies like, like but I just don't think that now, man, she's white. Of all the fucking movie quotes we could be arguing about, who the, who the fuck thought we were going to argue about a Time to Kill?
0: Look, I'm saying. That that speech gets me going. While my heart is sinking. Then imagine she's white. It's, to be it's because it. I didn't have to fucking imagine that she's white for me to feel sad. I'm
1: just saying, it's like it's for the it's. The, the, the I get it. Jurors.
0: I but do Why are you fucking it, but pissed it about it? it
1: falls flat. To me. I'm not pissed about it. Yeah, you are. No, this is a, we're almost arguing like like we were with Han versus <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> no, we're not. No, you almost you are ready to fucking look, kill me. Look, I probably like a time to kill more than you do. I've read the book. You read the book? No, no, then you don't. I don't. I'm not talking about the <laughs> book. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you, piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. All right. Well, we just going to agree to disagree. <laughs> look, no, I just
0: look. I don't disagree with you,
1: but you are. I don't see how that. I, I disagree that that line No, no, no.
0: I mean, is it a disagreement that my personal opinion about the line is, is that... Is it wrong? Yes.
1: Yeah, well, I guess we're... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You> fucker.
0: <laughs> Look, I'm not saying that the line is bad. I'm not saying that. I, it did not do it for me. Yeah. It did not
1: do it for me. I think the point was it wasn't supposed to do it for you. It was supposed to do it for the 12 jurors. The 12 jurors. I'm a fucking Joe everyman. Imagine me on that jury. I love black people! <laughs> I love blacks! <laughs> and Jews! And the quiz. <laughs> Ask is <Sammy> Davis!
0: <laughs> uh, no, I'm just saying, like, look, yeah, I get it. it. That speech is for the jury, but theoretically, like, any one of us could be on that jury. I get They were,
1: weren't given the change of venue, so no, we couldn't...
0: Theoretically, any one of us could be on a jury.
1: Yeah.
0: I just mean, like, if it's supposed to appeal to the 12 jurors, it should potentially appear, appeal to it's us part as
1: story, though, it's, it's part of the story, though, right? It's right. the we'll story. It's part of the story. Which agreed disagree. Look, you know, okay, so. Hi, Billy. Look, but I love Matthew McConaughey. I love all this I, boils down to. I, I have a raging boner from
0: *Failure to Launch* and *How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days*. I cried. I like both those movies. Actually, I'm not kidding. <laughs> what are the chick flicks is he in?
1: I can't think of them.
0: Whatever. All that matters is *Sahara*, <laughs> *Interstellar*, *Star Wars*.
1: Why didn't we cast him in our Star Wars? Movie? I don't know. I oh th- I, I think we did mention him. Okay. That's good. Well anyways, how can they reach us on Twitter? Well,
0: Kane, if the listener uh if Mike wants to get a hold of us, uh that was a bad joke. <laughs> Alright. If Jim Beam wants to get a hold Okay, that's a bad joke. <laughs> if Jack Daniels wants to get a Oh motherfucker <laughs> No, not working? <laughs>
1: I can't think of any others. <laughs> at Red is awesome. R E T T I S A W E S O N.
0: I hope you spelled that right because I wasn't listening. Me too, I wasn't yeah. <laughs> if you guys want to get us <laughs> on Twitter,
1: you can hit me up at Red is awesome. R E T T is awesome. And Kainer at Kanerwainer K N E R W A N E R. And if you guys feel the need, you can go ahead
0: and uh, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash airpodcast. You can email us at awesome at airpodcast.com. And you can also call us. Kane, were you aware of this? Uh, I, you know what? I was. Oh. <laughs> it <laughs> wasn't. It uh, wasn't. Okay. Well, Kane, if you didn't know, we have a line. And you can call us and you can leave a message. And luckily, the per- the, the kind the kindly old man on the other end... Uh, leaves you, <laughs> leaves you some really good instructions on what to do once you get through. Uh, if you want to talk to us here on Doula Taints, well, you just say, hey, I just, this is from Doula Taints. This is from Kenny Rogers over here in, uh, Weststone, Massachusetts. And I want to tell y'all.
1: <laughs> what? It's like the wrong ass accent for that part. Uh, I was, was going to say Weststone,
0: and then I was like, and then I was going to say West Virginia, but I was like, I already said West. <laughs> East Virginia? <laughs> Is East Virginia, right, West, <laughs> No, East Stone, West Virginia. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, and anyway, you just tell us that, and, you, and then you tell us what you want, and if it's good, if it's funny, if you shit all over us, if you <laughs> masturbate our egos, no matter what you do, if it's good enough, we'll play it. Um, Pretty much, bar, if you call, so. you'll get played right Yeah, now. most likely. We have a couple repeat callers, but we'd like to get some new ones. Um, and for those of you who have called and love voicemails and haven't got on, I'm sorry. It's because they suck. <laughs>
1: call back and make some better ones. It's because you hung up, and got nervous, or something.
0: Yeah. You masturbating on the other hand? Oh, end? yeah, I'd
1: like to order a large. Oh, son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, God is this damn it, is this Rico's taco, uh, taqueria. Uh, hey, uh, Rico, you there, Rico? Pick up the phone, <laughs> Rico. Uh, Tell Saul, give him his money. <laughs> hey, Destiny, I want the usual. Come over here and give me
1: the ZJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, hey, Sugar Tits. <laughs>
0: uh, Sweet Tush. <laughs> uh oh. What? I'm thinking about what Casey Jones says <laughs> Oh, don't
1: do it, don't do it. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, who's the bait? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, that's six uh, for dual uh, stage. Wait, I haven't said the number. <laughs> <laughs> 657 eight, eight, eight,
0: six, Oh, wait, 888-3835. Eight, three, eight, three, that's six five
1: seven eight 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 dual. duel Oh... That's been doing taints. I'm Kane. I'm Rhett. It's a trap.